Today's episode is brought to you by Products by Lizzie. If you have sensitive skin, dry skin, or just like stuff that smells really, really good, you gotta check out Products by Lizzie. My daughter has really, really bad eczema, and right now our life is like that Lady Gaga meme. Like, you know, the one where she's like, club, another club, no sleep. Our life is like, pool, another pool, splash pad, another pool, no sleep. And it has really, uh, really taken a toll on my daughter's skin. But the soap and the lotion that we have gotten from Products by Lizzie has really, really helped. We are so excited. She has everything that you could want for your skin from bar soap, body wash, essential oil, and the yummiest smelling shea butter cream that I've ever smelled. We got the vanilla cheesecake one. It is heaven. And lately, I've been trying to make an effort in my life to buy from small businesses, to support Black-owned businesses, and I'm so happy to give Products by Lizzie my business, and I couldn't be more thrilled from what we've tried so far. If you would like to try them for yourself, go to ProductsByLizzie.com and use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off. Again, that's promo code WANNACHAT for 10% off. And seriously, I'm telling you, buy the vanilla cheesecake shea butter. You'll thank me later. All right, now on with the show. Oh, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and today's episode is going to be a little abnormal. I'm just going to hop right into it. I do not have a guest today. My day actually was like kind of crazy today. I went and I watched a baby be born. Watched a baby be born. Every time I say that sentence out loud to people, it's like, it kind of sounds weird. Anyway, I went and I took photos of a birth today. So my day and my guest that I had scheduled for today all kind of, you know, blew up in my face because the thing about babies is you can't really plan on uh, when they come, when they decide to come out. They have a mind of their own. So I was kind of at the mercy of this little, this little perfect newborn baby. He was so perfect. So cute. But anyway, I had a guest for today. We'll have to get her a different day. Um, and you know what? That's okay. And it's okay because although it's 10.51 p.m., there's something that I'm excited to share with you all. Um, and it is my my crowning theory. I have a lot of pop culture theories, as you can imagine. I have a lot of things that I've thought up, connections that I've made between celebrities where I've kind of put together, you know, I've, I've been able to connect the dots a lot of places uh, on like social media between different pop culture personalities. But this, this idea might be my greatest and my most deranged. I made it into a PowerPoint. Here's how, here's the backstory here, okay? About a year ago, me and some of my friends, we live all over the country, or By all over the country, I mean like in three states on the western side of the country. Anyway, we get together and we decided to do like a PowerPoint night and I needed something to present and I was like, okay, what's something that's going to like really throw them for a loop? And I was thinking about this phenomenon that me and seemingly me alone has been following for the last couple years. And I will tell you the backstory about it as we get into it. But over the last couple of years, I have been fascinated and I've been watching the B-list celebrity, Alexander Skarsgård, and the A-list in England, B or C-list here in the States, supermodel Alexa Chung. I've been watching their, um, 
their love story saga unfold. And I will get to how and why in a little bit. But what I realized was that there was a very strong Harry Styles connection and it kind of kept popping up, but it all came to a head a couple years ago when Alexa Chung and Alexander Skarsgård's relationship ended and Harry Styles was then thrown into the mix. And this all happened around the same time as his breakup with Camiro. And I thought, okay, there's there's a connection here between Alexander Skarsgård and I will, I promise you I'll get into all the details. I'm probably not even explaining this correctly because it's such a harebrained, like scatterbrained idea. But I realized that there was a connection there. And then as Harry's album started to come out, fine line, that's the album in question here. As his album started to like roll out, I realized that the connection that I was seeing on social media was actually kind of applied to his album. Thus, I created the PowerPoint and the idea. And that is what I'm going to present to you all today. And I'm presenting it here today because I put on Twitter about a year ago that I made this PowerPoint. And probably at least once a week, a Harry Styles fan comes into my DMs and is like, Hi, I know this tweet is very old, but like, would you mind sending me the, um, the PowerPoint? Because I'm very curious. So I know that there's interest and this will either be my most popular or my least popular episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. We will see. But before I hop in to my, my fourth child, this, this extensive PowerPoint, let me just say here a couple disclaimers. Number one. I'm not a Harry Styles aficionado. I do not know every bit of his, of his history. And that's a problem that I seem to have ran, run into a lot when Harry Styles fans come into my DMs. I'll send them the PowerPoint and then they'll go, interesting stuff. Um, but also like X, Y, and Z happened. And like, what about this thing? What about this thing? I don't know. I don't know his life like that. I know him on a like deeper than surface level. But I I was not like a One Direction stan. I haven't been following him for forever. Um, and this relationship with Camille Rowe, it's either Camille or Camille Rowe, um, is kind of like the only relationship of his that I really know about. So, oh, of course, other than like the Taylor Swift one. How could I put that one to the sidelines? Anyway, so that's my disclaimer. I'm not claiming that this theory is ironclad. I'm not claiming that this theory cannot be debunked. I'm sure, actually, no, I'm not going to say that I'm sure it could be because I'm pretty dang confident in it. But then again, I must say that unfortunately, the internet hasn't followed this case as closely as I have. And then when I went to go and find receipts for a lot of these things that I have like gathered in my mind and then like I would take random screenshots, but I have like 60,000 photos on my phone and it was like hard to pull up the screenshots and whatever. I wish I had extensive receipts. Sometimes here, you're just going to have to trust me. And again, I know that's not great journalism and this is not great reporting and I'm not claiming to be good at either of those things. Um, 
All I have to offer you today here, humbly, is my idea about how the B-list Swedish actor Alexander Skarsgård's pettiness and bad decision-making led to Harry Styles writing one of the best albums of 2019, Fine Line. And this is a deep-dive piece of a journalism that I, Mary Arndt, have been compiling over the last two years. So let's just start with, with slide one, okay? Why is this happening? Over the last three years... Really two years. It's, it's calmed down in the last year. There's there's nothing really new to report in the last year since I've made this PowerPoint. Um, but over the last three years, I've been on a social media ride um, that I haven't been wanting to share with anyone. And I've mostly kept it to myself because I realize uh, how insane it makes me seem. Um, but it always shocked me that One Directioner's somehow never caught on to this, even though it was playing out right in front of our eyes. Well, I mean, like, if you are psycho like me and, like, we're constantly checking in on it, it was playing out right in front of your eyes. Anyway, let me introduce the key players. Here's the key players. Alexander Skarsgård. He is a, he's now 45. I think he just had a birthday. And when I say, I think, I know. I know that he just had a birthday. Um, 45-year-old Swedish actor. He is the scary guy from Big Little Lies. Um, he was Eric from True Blood. He's in many things. Never any real hits. I think Big Little Lies was probably his biggest hit. But he never really, like... Like, I think that he has the acting chops to do something really good, but... I, Somehow, like, really good scripts never really fall across his desk, which which kind of sucks for him. But, nevertheless, he's he's a very handsome that guy. You know, like, you'll see him pop up in things, but he's not a household name. Anyway, um, anyway, he's a scary guy from Big Little Lies. My friend's dad detained him at Coachella once, like, when he was dating Kate Bosworth. He, I don't think he actually got, like, fully arrested, and I'm from the Coachella Valley, if that makes, if that helps put this, you know, story into perspective. Um, he was dating Kate Bosworth at the time. This was like 2011. And he like hit a paparazzi or like threatened a paparazzi, something like that. But anyway, my friend's dad detained him. Um, and that was kind of like the first I ever heard of him because I like really liked celebrities. And then my friend's dad was like, do you know who Alexander Skarsgård is? He's from True Blood. And I hadn't watched True watched True Blood at that point. Um, but I did read PerezHilton.com every day and Alexander Skarsgård also referred as a, to as a Scars on Prez Hilton's website. Um, was a big key player on that website back in the day. Anyway, and also he's ranked uh, number four on my hottest honeys of all time list, which really is probably the most important part of this whole thing, which is like, this is my driving force for following him so closely. Um, anyway, next key player is Alexa Chung. Alexa Chung, um, she is a model. She is a British tabloid darling. Like, here in the States, not a household name either. But in England, very well known. Very, very, very well known. Um, she is the former host of MTV's talk show, It's On with Alexa Chung. Like, there was a time where they brought her to America 
And they really tried to make her a thing. Like, they gave her, like, a funny talk show on MTV. And this was, like, when Lady Gaga was starting out and, like, Twilight was happening and, like, the Jonas Brothers were, like, in the mix and stuff. So this was, like, back in that day. And they really tried to make her a thing, but, like, she just didn't really, like... Like, a talk show on MTV that aired at, like, 1 p.m., like, wasn't really, like, grabbing audiences. Um, anyway... England, like English, British folklore claims that uh, she rejected Prince Harry multiple times, which I would believe because she's gorgeous. Um, she has that Project Runway knockoff show on Netflix with Tan France, who we love. Um, and also, if I could look like anybody in the world, I would uh, I would choose Alexa Chung. Uh, if, you, if you're looking for a good thing to YouTube, like a funny watch, there's this video of John Mayer on Alexa Chung's show like they were filming like a segment in private or something and he is flirting with her so hard and she's like very subtly trying to like friend zone him and it is awkward and hilarious and a very good watch i will put it in tomorrow's story notes on my instagram story but anyway for a good time youtube alexa chung john mayer anyway next we have uh camille Rowe. camille or camille um she is a french model and Emily in Paris, the show, has taught me that her name is probably c- pronounced Camille. But the thing is, she doesn't speak that much. And then when I've, like, listened to her speak on, like, YouTube videos, some YouTube videos, like, I haven't, like, deep dove into her life too, too much. But, um, she kind of, like, mumbles through her name, through her, like, thick French accent. But I'm assuming it's Camille. Anyway. That's what we're going to call her here. Might be Camille. Whatever. Um, She's a Victoria's Secret angel, and she is the former best friend of Alexa Chung, the aforementioned Alexa Chung. Um, And she was also in that Dior ad uh, with Robert Pattinson, the one in the elevator. Not, like, the Dior ad where, like, Robert Pattinson is, like, you know, like, punching the air and, like, doing all that stuff. We talked about that ad a couple episodes ago with uh, Emily. Um, But the one where he, like grabs that girl and like makes out with her in an elevator Camille Rowe is that that girl and then uh Harry Styles we're all familiar we're all familiar with Harry uh needs no introduction but anyway so our story revolves around Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chung's four-year dramatic on-again off-again relationship and we begin in 2014 to 2015 the timeline is kind of like murky um because they're very murky with their love life as you will learn um, so we begin in 2014, 2015. Alexa Chung is fresh off of a short relationship with Chris Martin and a reconciliation with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, which is a trend for her in two ways. The on-again, off-again boyfriend was Alex Turner from, uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Why did I want to say Panic at the Disco? The Arctic Monkeys. Anyway, um, two trends for her. Number one, the on-again, off-again nature of their relationship. And two, um, dating people also named Alex. Her name's Alexa. This is like her third Alex. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then Alexander Skarsgård just tied up a possible relationship with Katie Holmes, although we will never know for sure because, you know, like the Scientology of it all. And then also, little did you guys all know before tuning in today that Alexander Skarsgård has touched many facets of popular culture and celebrities who we love because 
I'm 99% positive, as is a lot of the other, like, other places on the internet. This is not an, an original theory. That Wildest Dreams, which is one of Taylor Swift's best songs and by far probably her best single, Wildest Dreams is probably about Alexander Skarsgård. They were on The Giver together and everything just kind of fits. They were shooting that film in Africa. They were um, together or like the music video took place in Africa. The song just fits. There was like a rumored fling between them. You can find paparazzi photos of them like coming out of like a hotel restaurant situation together. Um, they, they have a connection. They have a connection. And also he is good friends with um, not Max Martin, Johan Schellback, like one of the other Swedish uh, songwriters, songwriters that Taylor Swift used to use, used to use. Guys, I'm mumbling through this. This is supposed to be my crowning glory and I can't stop uh, fumbling over my words. Anyway, but long story short, they had a nice start, but for how long? They started dating and everything seems fine. They attended the Met Gala together. There were some cheating rumors that he cheated on her with a Margot Robbie while he was filming Tarzan, but that didn't seem to break them up. And also, like, when I say there were some rumors, people aren't really reporting about this guy. That's the, that's the part that I mentioned kind of earlier. There aren't that many receipts. For everything that he does, maybe, unless it, like, involves another very famous person... There's maybe like two or three blurbs written about this dude. So I I was able to find some receipts. But this is like where the trust part comes in. You're just going to have kind of have to like trust me because everything else like has gotten buried with other SEO. And when it's attached to like Margot Robbie, Googling Margot Robbie Alexander Skarsgård is just going to bring you up a bunch of like Tarzan things. But there were some rumors that possibly they had a fling Margot Robbie is married. I think she was, like, dating her her now husband during that time. Um, but needless to say, they didn't break up. So then this part is going to kind of glaze over some details that you'll learn about soon. But all was fine up until seemingly July 2018 when Alexa is seen with her ex-boyfriend Alex Turner. Um, Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chung then began their on-again, off-again roller, co roller coaster and then they really gave us one of the juiciest gossip stories along the way. And what makes it so juicy is that it involves seemingly every good-looking British person imaginable. You will see that there are many players introduced from this moment forward who are just, like, hot British people. And then there's so much, like, like if you were to map out the relationships in the, st the story, like, from this moment forward, it's kind of just a circle. And you'll see that in a minute. But anyway, backtracking a bit to July 2017. So in July 2017, Harry uh, tied up some short relationships, some flings with various people, including a short rumored relationship with Sookie Waterhouse. Remember that name. Fan, regular listeners and fans of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast know her name because I talk about her probably once an episode. But um, to the layman person she she's not like a household name really either maybe she is in england not here um she's currently dating robert panson file that away for later um anyway but harry wasn't too serious with anybody and then alexa chung introduced her best friend granted according to like alexa chung's instagram she has a lot of best friends like she has a lot of very close friends 
So best friend is like a very loose, loose term that I'm using here. But Alexa Chung introduced her best friend, Camille Rowe, to Harry Styles. Um, and Alexa Chung was still with Alexander Skarsgård at that time. So Alexa Chung is the one who introduces these two people together. Um, then Harry and Camille start seeing each other. Um, and then it kind of just rolls into like no confirmations of the relationship. Like if he was kind of ever asked about like if he was dating anybody, he kind of was laughed off. Um, but with the understanding that like, yes, there was somebody, uh, there was something that I was able to find where Camille Rowe confirmed that she had a boyfriend. Like she just mentioned like my boyfriend in a interview type thing, but wasn't like my boyfriend, Harry Styles. Um, anyway, things were fine up until July of 2018. Also in July, 2017, here's where, here's where I come in, which is important later. Um, Back in July 2017, I had, like, just moved to Vegas. I had just had a baby, like, six months before that. And I, like, didn't really have any friends in Vegas yet. Piper, my daughter, was, like, just a little baby. My husband went on, like, a month-long work trip. And then, like, I was just sad and at home. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my time? I'm going to rewatch Big Little Lies for the third time. And I know what you're thinking. Mary, didn't Big Little Lies come out in 2017? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And then by July 2017, I had rewatched it three times at this point. Um, but fresh off of my third rewatching of Big Little Lies, I decided to take that time while my husband was away to watch literally everything that I could find that Alexander Skarsgård has ever been in, which means that I sifted through a lot of crap and also some gems. Namely, True Blood. I watched True Blood. I fell in love with Eric, who is Alexander Skarsgård. Um, it led me to love him. I watched True Blood and I fell in love. Um, which led me to adding him to my nightly celebrity Twitter searches. And let me just explain what that means. My friend Elizabeth once told me, Mary, what you're describing here would probably be better served by you just making a Google alert for these people. And the answer is yes, it would be, but it's kind of like been my nightly ritual. So at night or like once every, like a couple times a week, I'm busy. Um, I go on Twitter and there's like a handful of celebrities that just want to know what they're doing all the time. And often like things aren't making a headline news and they would never fall across my desk if I wasn't searching for them. So Robert Pattinson, always one of my searches. Leonardo DiCaprio, always one of my searches. So Sarah Silverman, I search her for, for her all the time. Reese Witherspoon, I always want to know what she's doing. I search for her all the time. Um, I just recently started searching for Naomi Osaka because I feel like there's always like interesting things coming out about her. So I added her to it. But mainly this was just a bunch of people that I felt like were very attractive. And then I was searching for news about them all the time. Alexander Skarsgård got added to that list very quickly and that's kind of how I saw this whole thing unfold before me because I was searching him and these little things from like Alexander Skarsgård fan accounts when I would search him on Twitter were popping up. And I was like, okay, there's something here. And like when I found out that he was dating Alexa Chung, I was like, whoa, Alexa Chung, one of the most beautiful people ever in my opinion. And I've 
followed her from afar, never too closely, um, but I remembered liking her show. And also I was off of a fresh, um, intense John Mayer phase, which leads me back into that YouTube video that I mentioned earlier. Anyway, so that's what, all that to say, this is where I came in. I started watching the story intensely in July, 2017. Over the next year, I obsessively watched Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chung's relationship unfold because it was wild. It was wild. There was like, it was definitely confirmed that they were dating. There was lots of PDA. You can like find these classic pictures. Sorry, my baby just started crying. Anyway, there's these classic pictures of them. I'll put them in my Instagram story of them like in a park and Alexander Skarsgård is like taking pictures of Alexa Chung like for her Instagram and it's very like boyfriends of Instagram-esque. Like they're very funny. So they were an uh, out couple. They did go to like the Met Gala together a few times, but like he wasn't on her Instagram. She was very active on Instagram. The only like real trace of him on her Instagram was like she posed in front of his like Tarzan poster and that was it. Like... There, there was no other, she was always Instagramming, never, never Instagramming him, but there was lots of PDA, lots of breaking up, lots of blurbs about them because again, she's like a British tabloid darling. Um, but by blurbs, I mean like these weren't like blog posts, like they were just like little, they were seen here. They were seen here. Friends of Alexa Chung said that they overheard them at a party and blah, blah, blah. Sources say, so it was like those kind of things. Not, no real groundbreaking news, but they were out and about. Guys, again, my children keep waking up. Don't they know that I'm doing like groundbreaking journalism here on this podcast? Talking about very important, groundbreaking, important things. Anyway, where I left off was at this point, I decided um, to constantly check to see if they were like still together. Because I was just invested now. Like, I was invested. I couldn't believe that they were, like, so on again, off again. And that there was, like, not a lot of, like... Like, it, it almost felt like this, like, secret. Even though it wasn't a secret. Because I was reading about it on the internet. But, like, nobody else was talking about it. But I was just, like, watching it unfold. I was like, whoa. Like, what could I compare it to? Do you ever have, like, those people from high school where, like, you watch their Facebook page and they're always, like, getting engaged to somebody else or, like, they have, like, some kind of weird, like, family drama or something and you just kind of, like, check in on it and you're like, is anybody else seeing this? I was kind of like that with them. I think that that properly explains my investment because I was always trying to check to see if they were together. And the greatest hallmark to see if they were still together was to see if they were still following each other on Instagram. So Alexa has like her big Alexa Chung account and it's verified. And then Alexander Skarsgård has his account at Rex Danger, which is unverified. But he like went live once. The The Instagram is from him. It, it's, it's his page. I think it has like 80,000 followers or something on it. It's followed by a lot of celebrities. It's, it's, it's him. It's him. It's just, it's unverified. Because, like, he doesn't have, like, a social manager doing it. I don't even think that he's posted anything now, like, in over a year. But I have seen him, like, interact on other people's pages. Because I'm a psychopath. But anyway, 
They would follow and unfollow each other on Instagram as if they were in middle school. Alex seemed to be, like, the pettiest of them all. I caught him following and unfollowing Alexa Chung, honestly, like, sometimes daily. And I don't know if that is more embarrassing for him or for me, the fact that, like, I would go on and check that often. (laughs) But again, this was, like, a boring time in my life. But they'd be following and unfollowing each other constantly. And that was a good tell to see if they... um. We're together. And also at this time, too, they had a couple famous friends. And their friends were also following and unfollowing people. And then, like, not even, like, famous friends, but Alexander Skarsgård. Can I just, like, shorten his name to Alex or something? It's just, it's confusing because Alex and Alexa is hard. Anyway, and he's, like, definitely a first name, last name type of dude. Anyway. They had like some friends and he has kind of like a posse and they would be unfollowing Alexa Chung too. And then they'd be refollowing her and they'd be commenting on each other's stuff. It was just like, it was a lot to take in. And that's another one of those, like, you got to trust me things. I don't have receipts. It was just happening. That's all I could say. But then the chaos and madness continues. They constantly break up. And during these breakups, they seemed to have hooked up with other people Alexa gets with Alex Turner a few more times, reportedly. Again, reportedly should be added to every sentence here. Um, Alexander Skarsgård has a rumored date with Sookie Waterhouse. Again, remember that name. He has a rumored date with her. Um, Alexa is rumored to get with Robert Pattinson, who is now with Sookie Waterhouse. This is like that circle I was telling you about. Um... Alexa was rumored to, like, go on a date or, like, be seen with. They could have been hanging out or they could have been together um, with Robert Pattinson. And this was kind of his first person he was seen with after his breakup or slash possibly divorce. We don't know if him and FKA Twigs were ever actually married. Did you guys all know that? Like, there is word that he was married, but it's never been confirmed. There's no record of it. But anyway, Alexa Chung was kind of his first person he was seen with after that breakup. And then Suki Waterhouse and Robert Pattinson get together. Um, and then other things happen. They're seen with other people, etc. Um, and then, and also in that time, by the way, that's the Big Little Lies awards run. And um, like, that's like when he kisses Nicole Kidman on the lips at the Golden Globes or at the Emmys. I think it was the Golden Globes. That was the one where he had the mustache, I think. Um, so he he was, this was the height of his celebrity. He had like just gotten off of Big Little Lies. He's never been more popular. Anyway, July, ni- July 2018, a dumpster fire. It seems like Alexa Chung and Alexander Skarsgård, as of the end of June, are together. And then... Alexa Chung and Camille Rowe and possibly Harry Styles. This is another one of those things where I'm like, if my memory serves correctly, he was there. Um, they were they were on like some kind of trip uh, together. And then later that month, Alexa Chung was seen holding hands with Matthew Hitt, who is a famous person, I think, musician in England. Um, and then... Coming around to August, at this point, Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chunk are off. They are definitely off. 
and Alexa Chung is seen with Matthew Hitt and like they're holding hands outside like they're very publicly together it's not like they were rumored they were seen with it's like a confirmed like in your face type thing August 2018 happens Alexander Skarsgård is then seen with Camiro first he is sparted sparted First, he is spotted with Camille Rowe um, on his lap watching a basketball game or soccer game. I can't tell. Um, sitting on her, sitting on his lap uh, watching a game. But again, One Direction fans, where were you? Where were you doing during this time? Why was it only the Alexander Skarsgård hive that was seeing this? Because, I mean, I'll tell you why. This was news to Alexander Skarsgård fans that there was this beautiful blonde woman sitting on his lap. So the fan pages and, like, the people on Twitter and stuff, they were going crazy. Like, this blonde woman was sitting on his lap watching this game. And, like, they were very touchy-feely. Like, he was, like, kissing her cheek. It it seemed like a very couple-ish type thing. And everyone was like, who's this girl? Oh, it's Camille Rowe. She's a model. And also, Alexander Skarsgård and Camille Rowe had done work together in the past. They were also in some kind of commercial where they were making out together. This seems to be a trend for Camille Rowe. Anyway. And then uh, the news of Harry and Camille uh, breaking up kind of hit the news. And realize that I say that that news broke after the lap sitting incident, which again, One Direction fans didn't really pick up on. Don't know how that slipped under the radar. But um, then days later, Alexander Skarsgård posts or possibly repost, like, it's kind of confusing, uh, this picture on his Instagram story of him and Camille Rowe together. And I'll post that picture on on my Instagram story, which is very meta, um, tomorrow. And also, I'll just post the link to this PowerPoint so you can come and see these pictures. Anyway, there's a picture of them together. And it's, like, a very, like, model-esque picture. He's, like, doing, like, this emoji pose, and she's, like, looking cool at the camera. Um, and then Harry Styles reportedly confirmed that he was not currently seeing anybody. So that was kind of like the confirmation of the breakup. Who's to know when they actually broke up? I don't know. But according to my eyes, Alexander Skarsgård was mad at Alexa Chung. This is how it plays out to me. And this is why I think that Alexander Skarsgård inspired Fine Line, which is about Camille Rowe. In my mind, the with the proof that I have from the internet, I have put together that Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chung were together in June of 2018. The beginning of July, Alexa Chung is on a trip with Camille Rowe. After that trip, Alexa Chung is seen very publicly and embarrassingly for Alexander Skarsgård, who, again, is on top of the world right now. He is seen, or she is seen with Matthew Hitt. Publicly. Very embarrassing for Alexander Skarsgård. What does he do? What's a hot, handsome man living in Europe looking to ruin his supermodel ex-girlfriend's life to do? He gets with with her best friend. He gets with her best friend that he already had a connection with. He's already made out with her on a commercial. And again, did Alexander Skarsgård break up Camille Rowe and, um, 
what's called Camiro and Harry Styles, it's possible. It's within the realm of possibility, which is why I'm saying at this point that he inspired the breakup, which inspired Fine Line. There will be more proof on that in a moment. Here's the last straw. Um, Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chung never got back together. They had never been back together after um, 28, July 2018. There was this one blurb of them being seen together at like a grocery store, and they were kind of holding hands, but she was with somebody else, really. And, and also, like, there is an element of... European culture, I've never been to Europe, but, like, there's an element of, like, their culture being, like, a little more touchy-feely, a little more, like, kiss-friendly. Like, if if he's, if they're seen kissing somebody on the cheek, it means nothing, you know? And, like, they kind of, like, grab each other by the hand, or so I've read. Hand-holding could kind of be, like, a platonic thing. So, anyway, they were seen once after that, but... Also, um, reportedly, Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse shortly broke up, and then I found one random Google thing linking Alexander Skarsgård to Suki Waterhouse during this time, but the URL was, like, very weird, and also I think that might have been, like, old news regurgitated, um, from, like, back in the day, so take that, like, with, like, the smallest, smallest grain of salt in the world, um, but, like, I'm just saying that that kind of happened, but then there was a moment where Alexander... (laughs) I'm getting them mixed up now, where Alexa Chung had put on her Instagram story a picture of Brad Pitt um, and saying that that was, like, her favorite vampire, which was kind of a dig at Alexander Skarsgård, who was a vampire on True Blood, and possibly Robert Pattinson, who was in a vampire movie once. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, anyway, so it, w- it was a dig at them both. Um, and then also when I look at this, there was like something, I'm I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not even going to get into it because I have no real receipts there. When I was reading, there was something that said that Sicky Waterhouse had like reshared this Brad Pitt thing, but I shouldn't even get into it. I have no receipts and I have no proof. And it was like not a legitimate link, I don't think. Um, also there's the Derek Blasberg of it all. I don't know if you know of him. He, what does he do? He is a fashion media personality. I think that that's the best way to put it. He is a handsome gay man who works with Vogue and He now has, like, a partnership with YouTube. If you look at his Instagram, his Instagram is very much, like, the who's who of, like, the model fashion world. He has a lot of celebrity friends. Also, he just had, like, two cute, like, twin babies, so he's, like, a good follow for that reason as well. Adorable family. He has all these celebrities on his Instagram. Alexander Skarsgård was a frequent player on his Instagram. He, like, took pictures of him at the Met Ball. They were always kind of together. They would be, like, partying together. And also, he was very close with Alexa Chung because he's very into the fashion world. He's, like, the who's who model guy. Carly Kloss's best friend. Kendall Jenner's best friend. 
very connected. And it seems like he has taken Alexa Chung's side in this whole thing because Alexander Skarsgård and him like would be following each other on Twitter and then or on Instagram and then Derek Blasberg unfollowed Alexander Skarsgård remained following Alexa Chung. And also important to note here, Camille Rowe this whole time, they were following and unfollowing and following and unfollowing and unfollowing each other constantly. Um, which I think I might get to in the later slide. If not, I'll come back to it. Um, okay, wait, no, just kidding. That's the next slide. It says the three of them spend months following and unfollowing and refollowing each other. Um, a few weeks ago when I thought of, or a few weeks before I made this PowerPoint, um, I thought of the topic and went to double check. Alexander Skarsgård was following Camille Rowe. Camille Rowe was following Alexa Chung and not Alex. And Alexa Chung was not following any of them. Um, so where does that leave Harry? According to his album about Camille Rowe, Heartbroken. Um, and we know it's about Camille Rowe because obviously like they dated and he was like, she was the only person that he dated in that timeline. And it was pretty clear. Camille Rowe had like the whole watermelon sugar thing where she said that that was her favorite book. And then I don't know if you've ever heard it, but Harry Styles has a song called Watermelon Sugar. Um, but the album doesn't really talk about like the cause of his breakup and nobody like really knows why. And again, I'm not that deep into the Harry Styles universe. So a uh, Harry Stan might be listening to this and saying, Mary, you idiot. I'm turning this off and I'm leaving you a bad review because we do know why Harry Styles and her broke up and how he feels about it and blah, blah, blah. But I, it, from my like base level research, couldn't find that much about it. Um, but there is one song where he talks about his wandering hands, but like, there's nothing really about that anywhere. Couldn't find any proof of him being unfaithful. But the only bit of proof um, that we have about what broke them up, and this is the clincher. And again, I seem to be seemingly the only person who has figured this out, who has put these puzzle pieces together. Um, he says the song, in the song Cherry, he says this seemingly throwaway line. Does he take you walking in his parents' gallery? Which like you might hear that and go, Weird, but whatever. He probably thought he was being cool saying that. Does he take you walking in his parents' gallery? Do you know who does happen to um, be a part owner of two galleries in Sweden? Do you know? Do you want to take a guess? Stellan Skarsgård! Stellan effing Skarsgård. I just got too loud, but a.k.a. Bill from Mamma Mia, a.k.a. Alexander Skarsgård's dad, part owner of two galleries in Sweden. According to my research, I was able to find him connected to two galleries in Sweden. I am being silent right now because I want you to let that sink all in. That line confirmed what, ha what I had already been thinking for so long that, okay, Alexander Skarsgård must have gotten mad at Alexa Chung. And so he went after her best friend that broke up Camille Rowe and Harry Styles. And then that led to their breakup and all this madness. That's what I was already thinking. And then when the song Cherry came out, 
I liked it and I was like, okay, and it has the cuckoo thing in the beginning. We know that that's from Camille Rowe and from a voicemail, whatever. I hope that she got some royalties from it. I'm sure she didn't. But I was thinking, okay, like this kind of sounds like, hey, like, don't you call him baby, you know, like, hey, you moved on to somebody else, but like, don't treat him like how you treated me. And I was thinking, hmm, does that have to do with like Alexander Skarsgård? Could it? And I was like, Paris Gallery? That's kind of odd. And Alexander Skarsgård's parents are divorced. So I was, I started with Stellan because I figured that that would be the most, uh, you know, would leave me the most places online. And yeah, I found him tied to two art galleries in Sweden. Theory confirmed. This theory is now ironclad. And I know that that's not the truth, me saying that this theory is ironclad. And I know that some of this stuff probably could be debunked. But that is what I'm offering you here today. I will post receipts as I can find them. But the receipts, again, I've explained this a million times. They're hard to find, unfortunately. Because nobody was really following this, and I didn't know that in 2021 I was going to want to share a PowerPoint with the world about this. But anyway, there it is. There's my proof that Fine Line was inspired by 45-year-old Swedish actor Alexander Skarsgård's F-boy-ness. F-boy-ness turned into art. Everybody, thank you for listening to today's very bizarre episode of the I Just Want to Talk podcast. What, what, do, do I talk about anything else? Am I supposed to talk, to talk about like Kanye West and Donda and the Kim Kardashian wedding dress and stuff at this point? Possibly. It is what it is. I feel like I just need to leave it at this so this episode can be a standalone. You like it or you don't. Either you want to invest in this theory or you don't. And it's fine if you don't. But I just, I don't know. I do want to know what people think about it. If you listened to this thus far, send me a message on Instagram at I just want chat podcast and let's talk about it. If you, if you refute any of these claims as a Harry Styles stan, come let me know. Come let me know about it. I'm open. I, I am open to the possibility that I'm wrong. I will say that the line in Cherry really, really secures this theory for me, but I am open to being wrong. And if I'm proven wrong, then I will eat my slice of humble pie and I will publicly proclaim I, Mary Pearson Arndt, was wrong. But until then, thank you for tuning in today. And we will be back next week with a normal episode, unless I have been uh, ceased and desisted from uh, podcasting by a, um, you know, disgruntled Alexander Skarsgård or his camp by that point. So anyway, thank you for listening.